anime lovers and friends. I'm Mary. It is November 8th, and this is episode 33 of Anime Double Play. Super excited to be here, but I've got some news for you guys. Thomas is surprisingly absent today. So, he is moving to Seattle this week, and he's driving cross-country with my dad for one half, and then with his roommate for the rest. And he had to pack his computer away, so we weren't able to record together. And he tells me this at like 2 o'clock this afternoon, so I didn't have time to find a substitute. So, here I am, riding solo, bringing you anime goodness from the heart of the co-host you know is your favorite, Mary. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy just listening to me just talk about all the usual stuff. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I'm going to focus on some stuff that Thomas, anime that Thomas hasn't seen. So it'll just kind of be a new fresh take and hopefully you'll learn more about me and like it a lot. So why don't we get started? Anime stuff I did this week... I don't really think I did much. I just got back from bowling with my office, which was kind of fun. Um, I saw Spirited Away, which I mentioned last week, which was great. I just love that movie, and I didn't really talk about it last week, so I'll drop by on it quickly now. Um, Even, I mean, seeing it in theaters is great. Hearing it in theaters was incredible because one, it has a killer soundtrack, like absolutely amazing. I mean, Joe Hisaishi is the man, like he's basically anime music god, like you can't get more emotion and love out of a soundtrack than you do in Spirited Away. But also something that I thought was so awesome was the sound design, which is something you don't really notice like watching a movie in your house. So, like, the sound effects, when it rained in the theater, the surround sound, it was just so beautiful. So, it was super cool, and I I loved seeing it. But, um, I think the only anime thing that's different from my usual routine that I did is that I dropped Kino's Journey. (laughs) Because, I don't know, I got, like, five minutes into the episode, and I was like, nah, I'm done. So that's, I dropped Kino, I dropped Girls Last Tour, and I dropped the second season of Yuki Yuna is a Hero, so. But all in all, I think this season has been great and action-packed, and we still have, I'm still watching how many series, like, so much, so. It's really great, and I can't complain. So, why don't we get started with possibly the... It's like, it's really hard to say. It's up there, definitely top five best episodes of an anime I've seen this year. Um, One of the best episodes of 2017. And I love I get to talk about it at length because Thomas isn't here. Love you, Thomas, but you're not here. Um, Sangatsu no Lion. Like, I hope you guys are really watching it. I know I don't talk about it much, but like, holy crap, it was so great. Um, the animation was incredible, the music was great, the pacing and the storytelling and the mix of the aesthetics was just great. And I, I was, I've been telling my friends who have not seen the show, I'm like, just watch this one episode because it is everything that's great about March Comes In Like a Lion. Like, yeah, you won't really get like a lot of 
you won't get a hundred percent of the emotional heft because you don't know the characters, but you'll get like 70% of it. And that's all you need because it's so good. Um, it's episode 25, by the way. I hope you guys go out and watch it because it's incredible. Um, Hina, one of the sisters, the middle sister, is getting bullied at school, and it's a retelling of why she's getting bullied. And it reflects Ray's childhood bullying in a way that really touches him. And the way she kind of vindicates herself from her decisions and her bullying, he kind of, like, is redeemed through her, and he just goes, yo... I, you're, you're saving me, and I want to make it up to you, so he starts to try and help her kind of get over the, the fear and the sadness of being bullied at school, and it's just so beautiful, and for some reason, they just decided to up the animation budget by, like, 200%, and it was incredible, it was, like, amazing, they're running, there's not a lot of movement in Soundgatsu no Lion, it's a drama, but every time they ran, or, like, they're eating dinner, and the colors, it, it was just easily one of the best episodes of an anime this year, and probably I've seen, period, it was just so powerful, um, it's definitely up there with the Izuku Todoroki fight from the spring? Yeah, that was in the spring, because the summer was the Stain arc, yeah. So, um, loved it, great. Fantastic episode, I just love that show, and I can't recommend it enough. Even though the beginning of the first season is slow, um, it's just so worth it for the rest of it. Next, I guess I'll keep going with Anime Thomas Don't Watch. Anime Thomas Don't Watch, English. And Anime Thomas Doesn't Watch which is Boruto. And guys, guys, I'm so freaking mad at Boruto this week. Okay, you know I've been talking about the Boruto movie and how much I hate it because Boruto does the unforgivable thing that nobody can do, that no one should do. And uh, I'm just so confused because in the anime, my argument has been that Boruto is a really good kid. He's a good kid. He works hard. He um, has a lot of friends. He's supportive. He's understanding. He's a good leader. He's like basically nothing like Naruto besides his stupid Ate bio. And what my complaint was is that they're building a character that would never do what Boruto did in the movie. He would just never do it. And today... He has an opportunity to do the exact same thing, and he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it at all. And warning, guys, here's the spoiler, the spoiler, the unforgivable thing that Boruto does in the Boruto movie, muted if you don't want to hear it, is, drumroll, he cheats on the tuning exam. He cheats on the tuning exam! Who does that? I instantly hated him. He cheats on the tuning exam. Why? Like, oh, I was so mad. And it was during the third round, like, big tournament thing. And Naruto, like, goes down and, like, reveals that he's an asshole. You're an asshole, Boruto. And then in the Boruto episode, he's playing a card game with this old woman in this, like, mediocre filler episode to win candy for his sister. And he can see the reflection of the woman's cards in the pot behind her. So he can predict her, her moves and win. And he decides not to because he doesn't want to cheat because he's a good person. What? What? And this is 
before he's even a Genin. So this is like two or three years before the tuning exam. So does he just become a shit person in two years? Like, what is that? The continuity just kills me. And I mean, I prefer this Boruto. I love this Boruto. He's so kind-hearted and he works hard and he doesn't cheat. He doesn't cut corners. He does his best and he brings everyone along with him and he's so inspiring. But they just fucked him up so bad in the movie that I just get frustrated. So we're gonna move on. But I was watching it today and I was just sitting there like smoke coming out of my ears. Like they're just, they're just giving me two totally separate things. And I know probably way more people have seen the Boruto movie than have watched the anime. So I just wonder in the anime when they get up to the Boruto movie, I just wonder what they're gonna do. So we'll see. Um, I'm sorry if I'm talking so fast. I feel like I'm talking really fast. I think it's because Thomas is in here to break me up, so I'll try to, like, calm down. Basically, watch Sangatsu no Lion. Boruto confuses the hell out of me. What else did I watch? Um, I dropped Black Clover. Oh, right, so I dropped Kino, Black Clover, Girls Last Tour, and Yuki Yuna. So that's four. Okay. Ooh. So, so far, my anime of the season, Inuyashiki, guys, is killing it. It's killing it. Um, this episode was okay. It doesn't progress the story forward. It's kind of just like an episodic, like, here's Inuyashiki, he saves these people, good work squad, gore blood, burn these guys' eyes out, good job, man. But um, I don't care because I love this show, because this show has so much potential. And I love it because I'm seeing these characters, just glimpses of these characters, but I just freaking love the opening for this show. I love it. I'm learning the rap because I can. Like, I just love this show so much. So seeing these glimpses of characters and then seeing that they're vital people in the opening, I'm just so curious to see how they contribute to the story. So, I mean, that's a good opening. That might be opening of the year for me, the Inuyashiki opening. I don't know an opening so far this year that has been as good as that one. So that's cool. Um, that's all I'll really say about that. The episode was okay. He does a thing. It's awesome. Woohoo. But, um, I like the show a lot. It's great. I'm watching it with my friends. I have a couple friends up here that we all sit down and watch it. Um, it's great. So, uh, double play approved. Um, just because was okay. Here's the thing. Just because could, like, just keep doing the same thing it is doing and being mediocre, and I would still like it because it has a really good tone and a really good mood and a really good colorscape, and it's just kids being kids. Like, I feel like it's not that interesting because it feels so real, and it's just like, it just feels like a real life thing. Like these are what these kids are doing. So it's not exciting or, you know, like really dramatic. It's just like these kids trying to figure themselves out. And I feel like that has to be respected. You know, Thomas would probably be like, oh, it's so boring. Nothing's going on. What's going on? And stuff's going on, but it's just small. And I know it's going to grow. So I still really like this show. Um, the opening's okay. I don't really like the opening. There's one where I was thinking about the opening. Um, oh, I guess I'll just go to it now. Um, Mahotsukai, uh, Ancient Magus Bride. 
was pretty good this week. Um, it got really dark and really metal really fast with um, The Cat Killer. Um, one of my favorite books of all time, by the way, has a cat serial killer called Kafka on the Shore by Haruki Murakami. Recommended times 2,000. It's a really, really weird book, but um, it's a book that changed my life. So it's a, it's a fantastic novel. You should read it. Unimportant, because we're talking about anime. It's a Japanese author, though, so maybe that counts. But Matsuhokai was good. It actually showed... The arc was pretty good with the woman, and it was it was scary, and it was dark, and there's a really nice conclusion, and the colors were great, and um, the dinosaur was just like with the thorns. It's a very... That's how I describe things. It was like this and that and the thorns... I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say. But it was just really good. Um, what I was thinking about with the opening is that the opening sequence is kind of boring. Like, the first minute is of her just standing there in the dark and being confused and falling over. And then the cuts in the rest of the opening are really abrupt and it doesn't flow at all. But the song, the song fits this perfectly. It fits the show perfectly it has the same sort of feel like it's really dramatic in the beginning I don't know how much Japanese you guys know but it's like she's saying like I am alone I am by myself there is no one here but I am here and that's how it opens and it's just a really cool song that with the acoustic guitar and stuff I just feel like it it fits the show perfectly sequence not so much but it was a good episode uh, my only complaint with the show so far is that I don't know what the show's about. There's, like, it's just about this girl and stuff happens. Like, I feel like there's a, there needs to be a thread that pulls through all these episodes, and I'm not seeing it yet. So I would like to have, like, I'm not saying, like, Chise wants to become the Hokage, and that's the point of the show. I just, she's training to become a mage, I guess because they're going extinct. Like, I just feel like there's there needs to be a little more for me. But it's okay. Everyone has their own thing. And I do like it. I'm just not in love with it. Um, what's next? Junie Tyson! Dude! The monkey's dead! Well, oh, spoiler! Shit. Monkey's dead. Um, well, the monkey's not 100% dead, I guess. Uh, cause she's gonna be a corpse, but I feel like they just hyped her up and now she's gone. Um, I am kind of disappointed in this show. I thought it would be better. Um, I just don't give a shit about the flashbacks. I don't care about the horse. It was cool how he died because he kind of did nothing, but I just don't care. I want to see them fight and I want to see what the point of this is. Is it just for these rich people to bet? Like, I don't understand. I wish they explained more. So... Um, still wish the chicken was alive. I loved her, but now Tora, I've got my money. I don't have my money on Tora. I think she's not going to win, but I like her now. I like Tora. She killed the sheep guy. Rip, rip. But it's good. It's, it's good. The opening's bad. The opening has nothing to do with the show, but, um, it was good. I, I still like it. And I think that's it. That's all I'm watching, I think, on my list. Yeah. So, segment one of Mary's solo podcast, Anime Single Play, <laughs> changing the name, is complete. Um, so yeah, going back to the original um, layout of the podcast, I'm going to review an opening. Woo! 
And the greatest thing is, Thomas isn't here. That's not the greatest thing. But the greatest thing about Thomas not being here is that I can talk about anime that he hasn't seen. Because Thomas kind of thinks we're, like, level when it comes to anime. But I've watched more than him, and I've read more than him, and I kind of know more than him. More, I know more series than him. Um, he knows more about, like, the industry and all that stuff, which is cool. But I just, like, love the content, you know? I just love watching and anime and reading manga, and it's really shaped me. And it makes me excited. So, he's gonna kill me. I am going to review for you, spoiler, it has an A+, the opening of Guilty Crown! Yay! The show Thomas refuses to watch or talk about on the show! Woo! Okay. Guilty Crown, once again, great animation, great music, great character writing, great action scenes, horrible plot. Horrible plot makes no sense goes really dark really fast at like episode 16, 17. Um, but if you can overlook that, it's still really good. So I really like it. Um, the opening is on my S tier. The first opening, um, My Dearest by Supercell, is on my S tier openings for the great, not the greatest openings I've ever seen, but my favorite. Totally subjective, my favorite openings of all time. One of them. Um, the song is just fantastic. Please listen to that song. Supercell is a great band. They did a lot of work. Um, Egoist and Supercell, they're basically the same thing. Did a lot of the insert songs for Guilty Crown as well. They're a great band. They do a lot of Vocaloid stuff. I'm a huge Vocaloid Miku junkie. Um, I would love to talk about that next time Thomas isn't here because he doesn't like Vocaloid. But um, fantastic song. It's just so emotional and powerful and um when the drums go into halftime in the chorus ooh, it's just so good and the animation's great and it starts with him watching her on the screen which is how the show starts and then it has you know the usual characters the character intros poor Hare love Hare and then it kind of goes into this computer and you're seeing all these images and all these different people. There's not really a computer in the show, but it just has a lot of um, technology. So it kind of reflects that. And then you see Guy, his name's Guy, right? Yeah, see Guy, here's a weird guy. LOL, puns, but he's great. And then from there it kind of goes off into this awesome battle scene where you see the mechs and you see you know the the action and the animation that the show is known for but the show also I feel like the opening is so good because the song just like kind of just hits like my soul a little it just hits a chord with me and I feel like that's kind of what the show does with its characters its characters are very real besides Inori who's like well no spoilers Inori's real? What? But, um, <laughs> please watch this show and comment or tweet at me or comment on SoundCloud and just like, just so I can talk to someone about this show because no one has seen it. I'll re I'll even, if somebody out there watches this show, I will re-watch it just so I can talk to you. And the dub is Mary approved because the dub was really good. But, um, I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh yeah. 
the emotion in the song in the opening kind of reflects the emotions that the characters go through during the show and I don't want to spoil anything but I don't know whenever I just see that opening it just hits me it's just really it's really good and it starts slow and it picks up Am I just reviewing the song or if I, am I reviewing the opening? The opening's great. The colors are great. It kind of goes through the beginning. The opening is basically kind of like the first episode. You know that he's a fan of Inori. You see his characters, you see his school life, and then shit gets real. And the fighting happens, and he freaking pulls a sword out of her chest and kills robots. It's just really great the I mean I can't really describe it you kind of just have to watch it it's on YouTube um it won't be as awesome if you don't know the show but just really like that opening 10 out of 10 a plus I think on my anime list let me check I think I gave the show a really a really high score (laughs) instead of typing in my anime list I just typed in my guilty crown because you know my guilty crown. Um, I just wish the the worst thing about the show is that it could have been it could have actually been good, but it just didn't come through. Let me check this quick because now I'm curious. G for guilty crown. G G G. Oh, I skipped it. G G G G. Baby, baby, baby. A B C D E F G. Oh, I don't even know where it is in the alphabet. Guilty crown. I gave it a seven. I had it at a nine, I think, and then I was like, no way, and I dropped it, because seven for me is, I would still recommend it, so I think I just dropped it down to a strong recommend, so, but the opening's great, 10 out of 10 on the opening, squad, um, and that's the opening review, woo, Mary, yeah, um, so we're going to go to the topic of the week, which I'm trying something new, and I hope you like it. Um, in the mail today, I got the limited edition release. I don't know if it's limited edition. It's the big whoop de doo box set of your name, Kimi no Nawa. And I have the box here, and I'm going to open it. It's kind of like an audio unboxing and um, that's kind of fun. And I have a little camera set up. So on YouTube within the um, within the podcast, and I'll probably put up a separate picture, a video of it. I'm going to, you can see me opening it and showing you all the cool stuff. It looks really cool. I'm really excited. So I'm going to open the box. I have it all here. Put this on video, not square. Video. That's really zoomed in. Okay, let's open some boxes. Here we go. So it just came in like, I'll try to describe everything as best I can. It comes in a brown cardboard box. I'm so shocked. But then, take the paper out. Ooh, it's pretty cool. So it is very holographic. It's, uh, how do I describe it? It's kind of in a case that um, pulls apart. So it has um, Taki and Mitsuha on the cover. It's very cool. And it's very glittery. I didn't expect it to be so glittery. It's very nice. 
And then, I guess I'll have to get my scissors to open it. It's not like you pull the DVDs out from the side. You kind of like pull the case apart and open it up, which is cool. Unwrapping it. There it is. Ooh. Oh, what's this? It comes with a little paper describing the movie. I've already seen it. We're gonna pass. Um, wow. I never get DVDs. I never like really spending the money. Um, but I have a job and I'm 23 and I deserve nice things, right? So this is just very nice. I usually don't have nice things. So it's holographic. It has the movie poster on the front and then on the sides, it has them standing on the, um, the edge of the, the volcano sort of crater thing when they're writing on their hands, which is very cool. So now I'm gonna open it. Ooh, ooh, that's smooth. Smooth open. So in the limited edition, you get, ooh, this is nice, guys. Um, oh, yes, I knew it was gonna, you get a little 60-page art book. And it's so tiny, and it's so cute. It's very cute. Oh, and it has sketches and stuff. This is gonna be cool. Ah, uh, part of me just wants to like rip out all the pages and like hang them up and laminate them, but I feel like that's not right. And then it comes with the the DVD. Ooh, on the disc it has the meteor. It's really cool. And ooh, <gasps> right guys, it comes with the soundtrack, I forgot. I love the soundtrack, the soundtrack's so good. It's so funny because our opening for these episodes is um, Zen Zen Zensei. So, and I'm opening the soundtrack. Soundtrack's great, recommended. And then it comes with, I guess one of these is, oh, DVD and Blu-ray. Why do you need both? Whatever, um, this is cool. Ooh, guys, the back of the DVD box is like a panorama of one of the coolest scenes in the movie. It's very cool. Um, yeah, I can't recommend this movie enough. It's really good. I don't know if it's the greatest anime film of all time. There are so many amazing anime films, but it's close. It's really good. Ooh, I'm kind of flipping through the art book now. Ooh, yeah. It's very cool. Um, and the thing is, it wasn't that expensive. I was expecting to drop like 120 to 150 bucks on this, and it was like $60. Like, that's a freaking good price. People pay that just for art books, you know? So, ooh, can't bend the page. I'll put it all back in the box. Zoop, zoop, zoop. But I hope you guys got a chance to see the movie because it's really good. Zoop. Yeah. And that is sort of the topic of the day. Fun, fun, fun. The last thing we have, I hope that went okay. That didn't take too long. That was only like five minutes. I wonder if there's anything else I could talk about. Um... Well, I'll do my, uh, my random, my RAR, I can call it a RAR now because Thomas isn't here. RAR. I can do my random anime review. Oh, but I have to kind of pick one. I guess I should pick one that Thomas hasn't seen, right? Let me scroll through quick. Um, 
I'm sorry I didn't prepare this before, but like I said, I was bowling with my office today, and it was pretty fun. Um, something that Thomas hasn't seen. Oh, hey! I could talk about Yuri on Ice. I wish this was live so people could vote and I get, could get some feedback. Um, I could just cover a couple quick. Um, Yuri on Ice. Very good. I gave it a 9, but that's extremely subjective. Um, the show's... I love the show. I um, really enjoyed watching the show. I've never... It's been a long time since I enjoyed experiencing a show so much. It was just a lot of fun to watch it every week and go with the characters on this journey. And I really got pulled into the emotional aspects of the show. And I really loved it. It was just... I think back on that time when I watched it, like that time in my life, it was freaking last year. But I look back on that time fondly because I was watching this show. And it's just a, it's a show filled with good vibes and it makes you feel good. Um, and everyone is saying it's such an anime classic. It's a great anime. And the thing is, though, it really isn't. It's not an instant anime classic. It's not a great fantastic show. It's a very good show. There's a lot of issues with it. Um, I actually wrote about it on my blog. <laughs> Shameless plug. Maybe I'll, I'll probably put that in the description. And I can put links in the description of SoundCloud videos. I don't know why I didn't think I could do that. I, I don't know why I thought I couldn't do that, is what I'm trying to say. So I can put it everywhere so anyone could see it if they're interested. Um... It focused too much on ice skating for me, and not even for me, I think generally. Um, and I know it's an ice skating, it's an ice skating anime, you would want it to focus on ice skating, but the whole point of it is kind of the relationship between Victor and Yuri and watching that grow, and I feel like that didn't get enough focus for it to be as effective as it could have been. And this is coming from somebody who adores this show, who owns a Yuri on Ice hoodie and a Yuri on Ice backpack. Like, I love this show. I watched it with my sister. We loved it. I enjoyed watching this show so much. But there were a lot of animation problems. There were a lot of pacing problems. Um, I gave it a 9. I stand by, my, I stand by that 9. It's probably a 7.5, 8 for an objective viewer. It's still definitely worth the watch, though. I Again... It's just such a feel-good show, and um, it takes you places, and I just really loved it. Um, that was kind of long. This is going to be a short episode, though, I guess. I can kind of do one more. Um, ooh. The bottom of the alphabet coming in strong. I love this manga. This is a manga. Spoilers. Um, have you guys ever read Tsubasa Chronicle? It's um, by Clamp. You guys probably know Clamp. They're super famous. Um, damn. I, in my sophomore year, not even my sophomore year, but um, in high school, I was kind of good in school. This isn't an arrogant brag thing, but I didn't really have to study for tests that long. I would kind of like study an hour before and then go in and do fine. So... During midterms week, we would have school off, and then you would only go in for your tests. So for four years in college, instead of studying for midterms, I would read an entire manga. And like I remember my sophomore year, I read all of Tagami Bachi. At least all that was out. I need to finish that. I really like that manga. And one of my midterm manga marathons, midterm manga marathons, RAR, Triple M. Guys, I've got the... 
anachronisms? The abbreviations? Anyway, um, one of those times I read Tsubasa Chronicle, and it's, it's really good. Um, how do I explain it? It's about these two kids who grow up in, like, this sandy desert village, and Sakura, who's the main girl, kind of loses her memories, and they kind of scatter, scatter as feathers to different worlds and different dimensions. And um, Xiaorin, Xiaorin, I don't know, Xiaorin, it depends, um, her, like, love interest takes her, and they meet these two people, and they go on adventures to get the feathers of her being back. And it takes all of Clamp's works and kind of puts them all together. So you have Carcaptor Sakura, you have, oh, that one that begins with a K, Kobanari. Um, let me look it up. You have Triple X Holic. Triple X Holic is a huge one in there. Co- Kobato, Kobanari. I'm thinking of um, the Iron Fortress one. Kobanari's in there. There's all sorts of Clamp manga that like come in as different dimensions in the show but also brand new ones and the end of this manga is just amazing and I couldn't even explain it to you it's like while I was reading it my mind was blown and it was making so much sense and then right after I stopped reading it I totally had no idea what happened it's like it's kind of one of those things like when you're in it and you're just so invested you get it and you're just like this is amazing and then once it stops you're like wait that kind of it makes sense but you kind of forget why it makes sense I guess once you finish reading it so I don't even want to go into what happens at the end but it's really good I really enjoyed reading it the art that's one there's a lot of manga that I read that um I kind of don't talk about the art we don't really talk about manga on this show I was a major I read way more than I watched in high school um, so I've read a lot of manga, but the art in Clamp, the, well, Clamp's art is amazing. The art in Tsubasa Chronicle is amazing. It's so filled with fantasy and wonder and beauty. Um, I don't even know if I have, I'm on my anime list in the anime section and I saw the, um, OVA that I gave a seven. I guess it wasn't that good. I wonder if I rated the manga. Let me check. I don't think so. I don't really keep track of manga on this list. I don't know what I would have given it. I would definitely, I would give it an 8, a strong 8, maybe even a 9. It's been almost 8 years since I read it, which is horrific and embarrassing, and I'm old. Subasa Reservoir Chronicle, I gave it a 9! Guys, I'm great. I gave it a 9. I loved it. You guys should read it. And maybe I'll do one more, right? Everything's good in threes, kind of make the episode a little longer since we're only had a half hour. Thomas and I need to keep our episodes a little shorter, I think, but we just really love stuff. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I really wanted to talk about this one. Do I even have this on my list? Yeah, okay. Um, this manga is called... I keep trying... I keep jumping over... I keep jumping all over the place. I keep trying to get Thomas to talk more shoujo. And not even more shoujo, more dramas, more like, not girly stuff, but just different kinds of manga. I feel like we stay too close to the shonen like, stereotype, like this is a shonen manga, we talk about it. What makes a battle manga? What makes a good tournament arc? And 
Because I think that's the kind of stuff he reads, but I've read so much more, you know? And one of the really good ones, and this is a shoujo, it's called Full Moon Mosagashire. And um, it starts out really fluffy. It's about this girl who has a... Um, it actually doesn't really start out that fluffy at all. I totally lied to you. It's about this girl who has, like, throat cancer. And she's 12, and she's going to die, right? Starts out fluffy, Mary. Good job. And... She, her dream is to become like a pop star. So these, it's so, it's really clever. These pediatric Shinigami, um, death gods for the anime uninitiated, come to her and they're like, hey, um, you're going to die. So we're going to give you your last wish before you die. And this is like chapter one. And she's like, okay, I want to become, I want to fulfill my dream and become a pop star before I die. So they allow her to, like, transform into, like, you know, a blonde, beautiful 16-year-old girl with a, the voice of an angel. And she goes and um, does really well. And, you know, she goes, she does really well, and she starts achieving her dream, but she's going to run out of time because she's sick and she's going to die. And it sounds like a magical girl turned into... A pop star. Do not watch the anime of this, by the way. The anime is not... No, don't do it. Read the manga. It's only seven volumes if you're interested. But it really gets in... It goes to a dark place about, like, death and suicide. You find out each of the Shinigami that come to her. Um, Takto for the win. I love Takto. They, um, they each have a story and a tragic past. And um, they kind of all work through it together through the main character, Mitsuki. And... It's really good. Manga and anime. I'm a very emotional person, if you can't tell. I'm screaming on this show all the time. Um, I usually don't cry watching anime or, anime or manga. I cried at the end of Full Moon Mosagashire. I was also in, like, the eighth grade, but it's just a really... It's really good, and it's powerful. So if you like shoujo, it's such a shoujo. Like, there are flowers everywhere and stuff. But it, there's meat behind it. There's a really interesting and um, darker meat on, behind all the flowers. And if, you're, if you find that interesting, um, I think it's worth it. I really love that. I really love that manga. I own all of it. And I gave it an eight. Strong eight. So that's recommended too. Um... Yeah, I could talk about, guys, I could sit here forever and just talk about Dendeki Daisy. I could talk about um, freaking Silver Spoon, Prince of Tennis, Kaicho Wa Maid-sama, Lovely Complex, basically my favorite shoujo of all time. I need to get Thomas to talk about some shoujo with me. But he's like, but what is a shoujo? You can't really categorize a shoujo. And I'm like, yes, you can, but I love my brother. We don't talk about it. Um, oh man, Blue Har- um, Ow Haru Ride, just so much good stuff. If anybody is in- interested in any of the titles I said, um, message me. <laughs> you can message me on YouTube, you can message me on SoundCloud, Anime Double Play, you can message me on Twitter, Anime Double Play, you can message me on my Twitter, moves underscore like underscore AWAD, A-W-A-D. Um, I would love to just talk about anime or manga, even if it's not what I named. Um, I love doing this. 
Uh, Black Butler. Which was good. Tagami Bachi. Beelzebub. There's so much stuff I have that Thomas doesn't. <laughs> I wonder, I'm going to compare really quick and then I'll let you guys go. How much? Uh, I'll do it later. I was wondering how many titles I have in comparison to him, but they're not. No- oh, they are numbered. I'll do it really quick. Um, I guess I'll do anime. I'm on my manga list right now. Anime. Boop, boop, boop. I have watched on this list 172. Damn. Where has my life gone, guys? 172 titles. And there's probably plenty that I um, haven't put there, so we'll see. And Thomas's anime list is... I know he doesn't keep track of his manga list really well. He's seen 143. Okay. Well, no, that's including his watch list. Let me take out his watch list. He's seen 126... And I've seen 168. So yeah. But it's not it's not a competition. It's not really that important. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I did. I can't believe I managed to find enough stuff to babble on for 40 minutes about. But at the end of the day, I could have kept going. <laughs> so I guess there was a, there's a lot to talk about. Um, I love anime. I love manga. I love music. I love what I do. And I hope you guys keep listening. Um, Thomas and I are really passionate about this. We're really happy that we get the opportunity to do this. And the fact that people are out there are also enjoying it just makes it so much better. Not to get corny. Um, also next week, Thomas will still be driving cross country. So um, my good friend, John, who we interviewed on a podcast in season one, I think. Wow. Yeah, a while ago, um, or maybe the beginning of season two, but he's going to be co-hosting with me next week. So we'll probably be talking a lot about blah, 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 blah. We'll probably be talking about a lot of Boruto because he's a big Naruto fan. And um, we'll find some interesting stuff to talk about. We'll do some openings. We'll do some reviews and we'll have a really good time. So please enjoy Thomas's hiatus. He'll be back swinging in two weeks. And, um, yeah, I think two weeks. Well, if not, I'll get my boyfriend Mike to come or my friends down, you know. You guys can chill with me for a while, and I hope you enjoy it. But have a great week. I hope you're staying warm. It's getting a little chilly. And, um, just be the best person you can be. Plus ultra. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Have fun, and I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 